0: he named you username i hate this that's funny
1: we are live again not that we care is it bad that we don't care i know from a point the point of what we're talking about we don't care but should I'm we put it in- almost certain that this will somehow
0: be funnier than us actually caring
1: I mean, if, if the if the people if the good people listening to this podcast are like me, they will put it on two times the speed and sit it back and sit at the back of the bus, wondering uh, how their lives are going to play out if they uh, sit at the back of the bus, wondering what they would have done in different situations that were embarrassing for them. Um, wow.
0: Okay, that's an insight into you that I definitely don't know how to respond to anyways um no it's this, like it's, you, know, uh, you know when you
1: have an argument and you think fuck why couldn't i have just done why didn't i say that after the argument's finished usually not really well i have that a lot all the time anyway um This episode's to-
0: called die 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 which is what i wish the people associated with
1: this show would have done before they finished it that's a bit harsh. I would have said a, I would have said wish that about the show itself, but not the people who made it. Well, the episode they've probably got they've probably got partners and kids to take care of. And well, the
0: episode's to... not called "Fall into a Coma for Six Years," so I can't say that.
1: <laughs> anyway, fair enough. Uh, anyway, um, welcome to your time starts now at Taskmaster Podcast. Uh, I'm Emerson. I'm Joe. I still but you already knew that.
0: Up, so let's do this.
1: Um, um now I want to um, give, I, I have an unusually long uh, intro segment for this. Okay. Uh, everyone knows Reggie wants so Reggie wants to write over the thing, but I just realized um you know how um this is something I both find quite funny but also have a lot of problems with and this might take up a, a good few minutes of discussion. You know how they actually have the contestants' names in the bottom right corner. They do,
0: and they put funny titles next to each of them. And I've thought about mentioning them, but I don't care
1: enough. Well, this is the way me and you differ, Joe, because I had the slightest shred of care to care enough.
0: Oh, did you write it down? What? Yeah, I've and... written
1: all of them down for all four episodes up so far. Um, you, Emerson. Thank you. Um, I'll, I'll quickly rattle off through them now, and it will come. And we'll talk about, more about what they say about each character within the show because, yeah. Um, Dylan has international DJ. Not fucking likely. Freddy has... in This is episode one, by the way. Freddy has international actor. Not for a while. Kate has international comic. No. Mm. Lisa has international Queen of Mean. Yes, and it's not funny. And Ron has international Man of Mystery. Episode wait, wait, wait. two. That
0: means they don't know anything about Ron
1: Funches. Oh, no, if... Let's, let's keep going. Episode two, Dylan, rock star DJ, Freddie, an actor, Kate, comedy goddess, Lisa, comic, open brackets, cl- angry, close brackets, Ron, funchomatic. Episode three, Dylan, record producer, Freddie, child star, Kate, improv comic, Lisa, stand-up, Ron Funches, Ron Funches. Episode, that four, that episode four, episode four, Dylan can DJ, DJ. Freddie can act. Kate can improv. Lisa can shout. Ron can can can. Now, which
0: uh, just to specify, I did remember that one. Can can is in the dance.
1: Yeah, um, is that? I don't, I don't, let, let me say. Let me say. Let me say why this is. It's pretty funny, obviously, because it keeps changing. Um, it's. I mean, not funny it's not because. Not funny. Well, all right. It, it's not. It doesn't make me laugh out loud, funny. Let me but let me explain the biggest problem I have. Ron Funches is is the most basic one, and that says two things. Because he's at the end of the line, because they, they introduce them left to right, because he's at the end of the line, he the the, the punchline the the joke is that his is really uninteresting, which matches Ron on the show in general. Like Ron is the definitive personality of a wet rag which I said last episode.
0: Ron seems like he has a personality. The problem is that, unlike everybody else, Ron doesn't really have much to like. be as like, this is Ron Funches, and he's done, because his major credits are he was a writer. Yeah. Um,
1: and so, yeah. He's and more so you better can't than-
0: really do much with that.
1: I, I think... I don't know what I I don't I don't I can't decide who I dislike more as a contestant and and torn between Lisa and Ron for my least favorite contestant Lisa because she's just a mean old bitch, but Ron because well at least Lisa has a pers- memorable personality. Ron that's, Funches that's really
0: interesting. I actually get a little bit out of Ron Funches. Like Ron definitely is in the like um in the sort of, like, Nish Kumar ability, or area you of-
1: Don't Ron Funches Nish Kumar? No,
0: no, no, like- Don't like you
1: fucking dare. He's
0: in the area of, I'm not good at this, and I acknowledge that, but I'm still here to have a good time. Like, Ron doesn't care, which by itself is kind of fun.
1: I did have a, while watching this episode, I had a revelation that hit me like a bullet, but we'll get to that when we get to it um also i thought
0: david baddiel might be a better like version of what i'm trying to say like ron Funches knows he's not any good
1: no and david baddiel is david baddiel is john oliver from another universe there's a thought yeah look look at not only don't, don't look at them and then watch them as you'll see where i'm coming from i'll have to but
0: yeah, it's just that Ron knows that he's not going to win this and is therefore just here for a good time more than anything else. Which, honestly, Kate is my least favorite contestant, I would say, because every now and again you get like she's very good at this most of the time. Like I mean, have, I don't the, the I say I don't track.
1: But Actually, to be fair, I would probably put Kate in the running for my least favorite contestant but as well.
0: Every now and again, you get these moments of what her true personality must be. Like, the the stuff with the puppet is what I really keep coming back to with Freddy's puppet. And it's like, I think that... like Wasn't that Lisa it, who did that? No, that was... Kate is the one who won Freddy's puppet at the end of it. And... Mm. I mentioned I went. I mentioned this because it struck a nerve with me, and it it really does give the like sort of aura that like Kate is not actually a good person, like deep down. Like Lisa, weirdly enough, Lisa gives the aura of someone where who is playing a character. is an act, and she's just not very good at it. Like, like a lot of the time, she like is says like you bitch or you cunt or something, almost like an afterthought. Like, she forgot to be mean in the sentence and, like, appended it at the end to keep up her role. Kate genuinely seems like someone who isn't nice. Like, like I can't think of any... Like, like I don't, I don't know. She just doesn't... She, she strikes me as someone who... I don't know. She doesn't... I, I just don't get nice person vibes off her which weirdly enough i, I mean, get them off. if you from, think of her in the
1: first episode I she was the more one who
0: nice person vibes off of fucking lisa weirdly well, enough
1: there's three types of people on the show there's kate who is um probably unlikable in her personal life you've got lisa who's uh, un- uh unlikable as an act and then you've got ron who's just like i said like st- Ron is the Ron is the stoner penne, of the group. basic penne pasta with no sauce and no cheese not even any butter on it has more personality than Ron Funch's.
0: that's I would say that of Dylan Dylan really does not have any noticeable personality Ron is the personality of I'm here and I'm getting paid and that's
1: good enough for me I mean I can Freddie, I can tolerate Dylan and Ron freddy is just dylan and the freddy sorry english guy and then Lisa freddy's my favorite mean, contestant actually I, to be fair in ron's defense this episode made me like him a bit more this is the first episode it is
0: about any i don't like any of these characters these people really
1: well their personalities don't really gel well together for a start hence and why also, we don't we have, we have any p- team tasks
0: and we don't get any time to know these characters or these people, these characters, whatever, in the thing because they're just edited all out.
1: Like I just, it's anyway. Good. At ten minutes in, um, oh shit, yeah. Prize uh,
0: toss. Pri- prize. Uh, Lisa prize. wanted to bring in her rescue dog, which again, this is exactly what I was saying. She has a rescue dog. She wanted to bring that in as the task. She claims that the dog is racist because it only bites white people. That was said as in the net. And British.
1: And middle-aged British. Well, yeah.
0: No, no. But the way she said it was that it seemed like she remembered halfway through her sentence that she had to be provocative. So she said the dog was racist but only to white people. Then she remembered that in the show, it seems like that she has to be mean to Alex. So she... Further amended what she said mid sentence to to say to specifically call out Alex, which is
1: a ludicrous. Very la- pre- that was lazy comedy. That it was, was. and
0: comedy. then and then sorry, she my was mic's not really was, in the best position. She was not told. She was told that she could not do this by the producers, and so instead she brought in a four thousand dollar quilt that is made out of, I guess, shirts she's worn the on stage. For- during yeah. her like 27 years in comedy
1: which that was quite an interesting prize i think i guess but again it...
0: what is the theme that these people were told because they clearly were told bring something that's important to you and why was that the theme did they have a prize task like lined up and then at the last second we're told to nix it or did alex just say something and then everybody took him far too literally
1: I don't know, Be, and I don't care.
0: I, I don't know. I don't care. Anyways, go to Task 1. Task this is another 1. another one we've seen. Of course it is. Surprise,
1: surprise. I think they're all ones we've seen before. Every Make this block of uses. ice disappear. Make this block of ice disappear. This is the one, if you remember, where Tim Keith threw the ice into the River Thames, mm-hmm. and he uh, had a back-and-forth argument with Alex that was a, probably much longer than was shown in the final edit. What's your um,
0: this one's actually shown up in Taskmaster UK and in Taskmaster, I think this is Taskmaster Finland, Surumastari. Sir hmm. Yeah, Taskmaster Finland.
1: Okay. Um. Yeah, okay. I haven't really shown... I feel like Taskmaster New Zealand is the only other version of the show that is entirely original Tasks. It's, Although I feel it's, like the UK version has pinched some tasks from other versions. So I think Taskmaster New Zealand is the only version that has done completely original tasks in the show so far.
0: Yeah, I'm not, I'm not certain. We really haven't gotten into those. I'm just going. I'm sorry. I was just on the taskmaster.info site, which. <clears> anyway, um, existing, my uh,
1: one note is um, Lisa says hi to Alex in a funny voice. Oh, I it, it, it's not even worthy of me playing a soundbite of it.
0: I think the funniest part of this. Other than Freddy, is that Dylan smacks the ice block with a shovel and the shovel visibly bends. <laughs> oh, he people. broke the shovel. Uh
1: I don't really know whether what I, if I have a lot to say. Uh I'll Ron and Dylan Ron and Dylan say. both chuck it in the pool. Um
0: Then they they realize it doesn't disappear. So they yeah, have to get violent. Freddy uh, just starts out violent. Freddy
1: starts smashing it, and then he gets a beer for him and Alex to have, and he puts some of the leftover ice in the beer afterwards. And we and get we the episode. The- I was su- I was surprised because I honestly thought that uh, it would be Lisa who would be saying the episode title.
0: Well, actually, be- what's really interesting is that if you watch to the end of last episode, the up next on Taskmaster blurb that reggie watts is reading the voiceover for actually spoils this by showing freddy smashing the piece of ice while shouting die die die
1: i didn't i didn't watch that and i don't it's think I it's listening.
0: really dumb and you should watch it at least
1: once to just
0: sort of get a I'll sense watch of it. it
1: i don't know i'll watch it in the episode before i'll watch it in the finale
0: no emerson
1: <laughs> come on Watch it once. All right. I'll watch it in the episode before the finale. Okay. Sure. Sure. Okay. Um, Dylan also heard him. Dylan. Dil- yeah. He starts bleeding and he, I've written, he pulls a rummish because he calls out Freddie for saying, cause he calls out Freddie for saying that, that stuff wasn't there for me. Akin to when rummish was like, there was no box mate, which is probably one of it's, the most iconic things that rummish Ranganathan has said ever. Except, interestingly
0: enough, Alex Loki suggests that yes, that's absolutely true. He's playing favorites because Freddy is English, which I thought was really funny. Um, this episode is actually—I'm going to go out on a limb and say this is the best one we've seen yet. This episode,
1: yeah. Oh, I had my big uh, coming to Jesus moment in the second task. Um. But anyway, um, Lisa does the Freddy technique and then hides it under a basket. Kate just throws it into a pool and just ends up saying, then makes it reappear so it only disappears temporarily, she like does a magic the what trick. What technique? The Freddy technique, bashing it with the shovel.
0: Oh yeah, and but um, yeah, what's interesting is that Kate and Lisa actually um, they both went for temporary disappearance. Kate even asks about that specifically.
1: Like. It? Oh, I'm so sorry, it's nearly 11 o'clock here and I've got to be at work at 10 tomorrow and I've got to travel about an hour and a half to get there. So we'll have right. to wrap this up Let's within just, the next yeah,
0: 10. Yeah, yeah, Kate makes it disappear temporarily. Lisa hides it under a trash can or something. Do you want yeah, to do the I've times?
1: Uh, times, I wrote down a couple of people times. I, I only wrote down Dylan's and Freddie's because I think they were the only ones given.
0: No, no, uh, Ron did 10 minutes, 20 seconds. Lisa was six minutes. Kate did not have her time given. Everybody else did.
1: Yeah, and Freddie took uh, 16 minutes and 24 and a half seconds. And then
0: Dylan, 10 minutes, 40 seconds.
1: Yeah. Um, so you talk about this next task, Impress the Mayor. This is where this I had of, the big coming to of Jesus. All of all
0: the tasks, I thought they would not copy. Impress this Mayor is the one I didn't think they would do which but impressed the mayor is mayor a guy that, called
1: Brad Holpern Holpern Brad What's
0: Holpern he- mayor of mayor of Westlake Village California now fun fact Westlake Village California is not a village it's a city they are the oh. city of Westlake Village they're in they're on I actually had to Google this and this was the most enjoyable I had to part Google it service. as
1: well but I didn't get so what?
0: The city of Westlake Village, California borders Ventura County at the edge of LA County. It's one of the newest municipalities in Los Angeles, incorporated in 1981. And I went to Brad Halpern's page on the city of Westlake Village's. Website and had more fun reading the one-paragraph blurb about him than I did at any point during the last three episodes because Brad Halpern is an entrepreneurial businessman who created and founded Eggology, Inc. in 1993 that pioneered the egg white industry. He received the Western Restaurant Association's Innovator of the Year Award in 2003 and was the Ernst & Young Entrepreneur of the Year finalist in 2004. Brad was named and chronicled as one of the 50 people who changed the worldwide egg industry. In the 2006 published book, It All Began With an Egg. This is his official blurb on the city website. This man's life was eggs before it was the city of the village.
1: This is... This... he grew up. what if you say what so you what if what if we what if we formed an independent project to make a uh, biopic of Brad Holpern's, Holpern's life Brad, uh, Brad
0: Halpern I want in this episode because I want Brad Holpern I wanted more of in this show because he is the best part of this show so far because he gets because uh I'm sorry. Just Egg Mayor Eggman here was the funniest he's part Dr. of He's Dr. Eggman.
1: Because,
0: no, he's just mis- he's just mayor. He I don't think he has a doctor.
1: A doctor. I know, he has I a just saying that, Yeah, I, I, know, I know what. Yeah, the I sonic where, reference. Yes. Anyway, um, can we get to the bit where I had my yes, epiphany?
0: Well, yeah, let me just get through this. Um Alex did say the the contestant struggled
1: with this. Um, because and I, what i'm I found surprised was really, this and went got, in, we don't have like 42 calippo moments yeah no one did that uh, ron was probably the closest because yeah, ron, um, Which this was probably because, ron's best moment so far yeah he, he, yeah and um
0: so first we get uh kate and lisa together uh lisa names her lights for accomplishments talks with brad mayor brad for 20 minutes and then ends the time while arguing with him and then kate makes up many facts that aren't true to try and impress him and fails which i think is really interesting is that unlike the honorable mayor peter of wherever the fuck 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 where was he from what city was it
1: it fuck stands for mayor peter hudson of chesham
0: Chesham, Chesham, Mayor Peter Hudson of Chesham, who just sort of sat there beatifically and like didn't say much as the event went on. Brad is up and on it. And he is Mayor Brad Eggman is up and on it all day. What,
1: should we call this episode Mayor uh uh what's the acronym for Mayor no, 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 Brad
0: just call- M- Brad Eggman? That's this episode's title. But- okay. But um, he is up and on it. He is snarking back at them. He is arguing their accomplishments. It's hilarious. Uh, Dylan, and it, it is hilarious. He is arguably funnier than they are. It is so much fun. And I wish the rest of the show had him on it. It doesn't. Um, and then we get on to Dylan and Freddy. Um, Dylan juggles. And then does the thing on the calculator where you put in a string of numbers and you turn it upside down and
1: it said boobless on the display? This is where then I he- had my epiphany. Okay. So for the, all the whole show so far, I was thinking, Dylan looks like someone. He looks like someone, but I cannot place my finger on it. Like, he's got a face that I've so, seen before. And then when he did that, because um, I was watching um, the Queen's... Um, uh, platinum jubilee celebrations. Uh, I watched that after a, a few days after this, and then. Um, but what happened was, um, when he did, there was a message in the platinum jubilee celebrations from Michael Bublé, and he then when does he t- look
0: like Bublé, doesn't it? Yeah, and
1: and, and, he? and when shit. he and when he saw. And when he typed the word booblaze into the calculator, Ooh, yes. I, I think Bublez, I, I obviously my mind went to Booblay because I drew that comparison. Yeah. And then I think I fell out of my chair. That is a lot
0: more emotion than I would waste on this show. But yes, he does look like Michael Bublet. He looks like Dollar Store Michael Bublet. That could have been also- that could have
1: been this that could have been that could also be this episode's title.
0: Yep. Uh he he looks like if you wanted Michael Bublé's music career, but you didn't have the skill and had to go to the dollar store for it. Um, you don't anyways, have the, the,
1: the suave Christmas songs that yes. everyone plays um,
0: Then he gets into a staring contest. Dylan Bublé gets into a staring contest then with Brad Eggman. Um, that goes on for like seven minutes because they started at eight minutes left and they ended with like a minute 30. And then he tries to FaceTime Kate Hudson who is a much bigger celebrity than he, than Dylan is and rightly doesn't answer. Uh, meanwhile, Freddie shows that he has a reasonable command of Spanish and Arabic, uh, speaks a little bit of Spanish to Brad because Brad speaks a little bit of Spanish. Um, he does some yoga, which Lisa was threatening to do, and Freddie actually did, and then shows Brad how to write his name in Arabic. Uh, brad's name in arabic which i thought was really interesting uh brad seemed impressed by that but as i'll mention in just a moment uh reggie wasn't um then in the scoring round um dylan actually gets called out on his ability to facetime kate hudson and so he actually does facetime kate hudson and she answers therefore proving that he did so that's actually one of the At more least the, he didn't look he
1: like an idiot
0: i would have hoped that she didn't answer but uh that was really funny that that was really cool that he actually got it and then finally ron actually ushers brad out of his office and does interior redecorating and makes the office a little bit more lively and and outdoorsy and also glittery
1: there's balloons everywhere
0: there's balloons there's glitter there's outdoor furniture indoors plants he actually yells at Alex at one point for bringing in a plant from outside and he's like no no you got you just got that from outside take it back and so uh apparently he thought of that the instant he walked in at the state of Brad's office because uh, Mayor Brad was reelected to mayorship as a uh, in actually just his second term was just before or after they filmed this so he was fairly recently elected he said and yeah uh uh, ron redecorated it for him and again seemed to like that he he said it was impressive and then we get to the scoring which they do out of order because fuck you uh third place goes to kate freddie gets last place which and Dylan gets fourth, okay. Lisa gets second, Ron gets first. And here's the interesting part: as we mentioned in our episode entitled "Mufak," and in the sh- the episode of the show that that was based on, the Honorable Mayor Peter Hudson of Chesham, Mufak himself, was the one who did the scoring, who said whether or not he was impressed by each candidate. Yeah, Brad Halpern did not participate in the scoring for this. Reggie just made his own, his own, his own. His own you know thoughts on this and so even though brad seemed fairly uh impressed by freddie's command of arabic and other stuff like that it was ranked lower because reggie didn't think it was impressive so again this show is just like taskmaster uk except
1: worse like wow how long did it take you to work that out Uh, about
0: 30 seconds how, how long does it t- take for the uh, intro to start playing uh
1: about 10 or 15.
0: oh there we go That's anyway
1: um i'm doing this live task um oh god i can't believe we're still doing this uh live task is wearing your boxing gloves at all times put as many blue m m's in the empty bowl as possible any non-blue m m shall be subtracted from your blue & m's now, this task was done in the final episode of the first UK season, except the word M and M's was just casually replaced with sweets.
0: Yes, because I think for brand name reasons.
1: Taskmaster USA sponsored by M and M's.
0: I think no, it's. I think you're just not allowed to in the well,
1: UK. Well, well, I know you're not allowed to show a company like name drop a company and then show their product working like shit because then they'll sue you. I mean. Actually, there are no laws
0: against uh, brand names against that in uh, the United States. The reason why most companies don't do that is because this allows them to then get money maybe from their competitors, where they wouldn't do that otherwise.
1: Anyway. If you have a giant
0: um, Coca-Cola sign in the background of your TV show, Pepsi not going to advertise with you.
1: Okay, so first up, uh, so notes on this task. Um, I didn't write down everyone's exact numbers, although Dylan puts oh, his boxing gloves on his feet. They
0: didn't tell us anyone's numbers except for Lisa and Dylan. Yeah, Dylan did something that not even anyone on the UK version did, which was,
1: uh, He put them on his put- feet, so he is still wearing them. Yeah. The thing is, he was not wearing them at all times. He had to take them well, off to put them on his feet.
0: Well, I think there's two <laughs> ways of doing this, Kazunite. Um, Thank yeah There's two ways of interpreting that. Wearing them at all times, he never took both gloves off at the same time. He did one, then the other. And then the other one was wearing your boxing gloves at all time, put as many blue M&Ms in the empty bowl. So he wasn't sorting the M&Ms when he took the gloves off. So he was fine.
1: I guess. I mean, there's a way of so many ways of looking at it. Um, anyway, because of his, anyway, some some of them start pouring out um, the M&Ms on uh, out of the bowl and onto the floor. Lisa gets one stuck in her nose, like Mel Gedroich does in the task where they have to make uh, exotic sandwiches. Yep. Uh, although sadly, it wasn't blue uh, the m M&M and she snorted, unlike Mel's. Yep. And uh, then, uh- so final scores are: we have a three-way tie. Kate, Lisa, and Ron all have ten points. This which I don't think happens. even the UK version had.
0: This is what happens when you don't score the prize task.
1: Yep. But, uh, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. they guess the number of they Sundays.
0: Don't they don't have a pre-recorded task, which is what to they be fair, usually.
1: Though, I mean, to yeah. be fair though, there was that one time when, um, uh, well, there was. yeah. You know, the episode right. where, what is Frank Skinner's Frank... age in minute in minutes? And Romesh pulls his Skinner's face of complete devastation.
0: In minutes, season one, episode three, The Poet and the Egg. I am going to have to, because here's a, here's a fun thing. Every time we mention Frank Skinner in an episode, even for like two seconds. We have to mention do, how old he is. When I do the video for this, I actually put the thumbnail we have from the episode Frank Skinner is very old up there instead of the, whatever thumbnail image we have as the background image for that like two seconds, because it's Frank Skinner in front of an old timey carriage that he presumably took a picture of in
1: like 1897. So I have to
0: put in effort to make this.
1: (laughs) Frank Skinner was there when the Trojan horse entered Troy. Frank Skinner knew
0: Troy for whom the city was named after.
1: Frank Skinner survived the Great Fire of London. That's why he lives in Birmingham.
0: Frank Skinner started and then stopped the Great Fire of Birmingham, which was seen to be as a competitor to the Great Fire of London.
1: Anyway, the the tiebreaker task is guess the number of Sundays the Taskmaster has been alive. I didn't write down anyone's numbers. but Oh, no, wait, uh, I
0: got a better joke. Frank Skinner survived the Great Chicago (laughs) Fire by living in Birmingham at the time. (laughs)
1: That, that's like me saying i've that's like me saying I, that's like a person saying i survived the second world war because i lived in iceland
0: i mean nazis did land in iceland very briefly i think a couple of them like crashed there so there was not war in iceland
1: karma anyway uh reggie watts at the time of recording has been alive for 2363 sundays like uh, lisa was the close old yeah, Lisa was closest, so she wins the fucking her fucking quilt back.
0: She wins her own quilt back. And then last thing before we end.
1: Both of these the episodes of- we've covered, sorry, both of these episodes have been very anticlimactic because the yeah. person who brought in the prize tar prize
0: yeah.
1: won it back.
0: Which I would also like to just mention. So something. basically
1: we've learned nothing from this episode. Well, obviously no. there's the scores added to the final season, but they've learned nothing from it.
0: No, we've learned nothing. Also, would like to mention, um, in the end of every episode of Taskmaster UK, Greg Davies will say something at the end, it'll be remember, and then it'll be some sometimes nonsense pithy, sentence, usually we'll at least the somewhat episode. meaningful sentence that, that does this. That usually links something. to the episode. Yeah. Reggie says, remember, good night. Like like I can't think of anything else where you're just blindly aping the concept of the show without actually understanding what it's about than Reggie Watts just fucking saying remember good night.
1: It's even Remember what?
0: Remember remember the
1: fifth Remember remember the fifth of November. That's a saying but it's not said a lot in this country, but it's synonymous with Guy Fawkes Night. Yeah. I know,
0: I, I've seen V for Vendetta, but um but it it's it, it's it's mildly infuriating because it's like Remember Good Night is just like okay, so even though Alex is here, none of you have watched the show even a little. Joe? You're the host of this damn show.
1: Joe. Have, what?
0: Why are you giving
1: stop? why are you giving Tossmaster USA more thought and whatever okay that's
0: right you're right we should stop i'm gonna stop